COVID-19 investigative author Dylan Howard is our guest on the Crosstalk this morning on WIZM. COVID-19, the greatest cover-up in history from Wuhan to the White House. Uh, Dylan, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. Uh, th- the cover-up, everybody involved except for you and me and other unsuspecting members of the general public globally? Well, firstly, I would say there are no winners in this. Um, despite the uh, protests of uh, individuals about what they've done to mitigate the spread of the virus, the reality here is there is absolutely no one that can be said to have done a superb job. But the cover-up itself emanates out of China, a country that is a totalitarian regime, and one which has a long history of lying not only to its people, but to the world. And when you break down the the genesis of the virus, what we learn is that China knew about the full extent of this virus long before it was prepared to acknowledge. And implicated in that particular situation is the World Health Organization. The World Health Organization was once a very vocal critic of uh, the Chinese government relating back to the SARS virus. But in late December of last year, Taiwan contacted the uh, World Health Organization and told them that there was a pneumonia-like virus that was being spreaded by human-to-human contact. Taiwan, being an adversary of China, was completely ignored. And the reality is they were ignored for one reason, because China is in the back pocket of... uh, Sorry, the World Health Organization is in the back pocket of China. So from there, you had this period in which Nothing was done to mitigate this unknown virus. Wuhan then became the epicentre of it, and the whistle was being blown by doctors at the Wuhan medical facility. Yet they were ignored, censured, arrested, forced to denounce their findings by the Chinese government. And it wasn't until late January that there was a general acceptance about this unknown virus, which would later be named COVID-19. So the monumental missteps began overseas and then carried out throughout the world thereafter. Is there uh, So COVID-19 exists. Uh, is there something else, some uh, unspoken reason that, uh, that China and WHO and others uh, want the world to be sick or to believe that they have a deadly disease? That has been one of the theories that a lot of people have uh, suggested in the past, that China uh, in some way was not forthcoming about all the information because they wanted to establish themselves as a world power. Now, that theoretically could quite well be the case. We don't know. We don't have insight into what 
China, the Chinese government's uh, motivation is. Suffice to say, um, you know, they do have ambitions to be a world superpower. And they do certainly want to position themselves as that. And now they're feuding with many other countries. And let's face it, without China, the economy wouldn't be what it is today. So if America is no longer the most powerful country in the world, then China would assume that mantle. Will they be happy with equal status if they uh, China brings America down to their level? The Europe will be an easier slide down to the Chinese level than than everybody shares the world superpower authority, or is China dead set on being the number one uh, superpower? Everybody else has to stay home uh, and wear a mask. China will just take over. I think it's the latter, yes. I think China has a rabid appetite to be number one, uh, not just with the economy, but with its military prowess and and to such. Um, But there's no doubting that the Chinese government is culpable in this, as is uh, many other international governments. And... You know, I'm not an apologist for either political party, but the virus was weaponized uh, by both sides of the political aisle here. And there is no doubting that President Donald Trump, in many ways, by downplaying the authority, authority and credibility of Anthony Fauci, spread confusion among citizens, particularly split on a state by state basis on whether it was a Trump state, a red state, or a blue state. And his uh, rallies in which he didn't wear masks certainly were super spreaders, as is evidenced by the monumental uptick in uh, corona cases today. And I think that sowed confusion among citizens and did more harm than good because it delineated people on two aisles. One aisle being a COVID believer or a COVID denouncer. Likewise, um, the Democrats were all too happy to allow a very noble cause to be protested, Black Lives Matter. But they did so without criticisms of those that weren't wearing the masks and socially distancing, allowed them to protest just as... Trump held these super spreader events. So both sides of the aisle can be faulted in that sense. And I think that exposes the fact that there was a lack of uh, a mandate from the federal government. It allowed each state on a state-by-state basis to decide its response to the pandemic. And quite frankly, that was not in the nation's best interest. You can argue that, yes, it was a state-by-state decision, but the lack of a national mandate spread the virus further than where it should ever have gone. Is COVID around forever? It's not around forever, but my fear is that there will be another COVID, and clearly my dog agrees. <laughs> and uh, I think that we need to be 
adequately prepared for the potential of another COVID. And that means, uh, to use an analogy, a proctology exam of what we knew, when we knew, how we knew it, why we knew it, and what we didn't do to mitigate the virus. And the Senate ought to do that as an independent investigation to better prepare us for touch wood that we that we have another pandemic, not in this generation, but that we are adequately prepared for which we were not. Dylan Howard, the author of COVID-19, the greatest cover-up in history from Wuhan to the White House. Dylan, thank you very much for talking with us this morning on the Crosstalk. I appreciate your time. Good luck with your book, Business, and we'll be back.